Hey everyone, welcome to the Roadmap Benzinga's NFT show. We got a good one for you today. Brian and I are going to be breaking down all the top news and headlines, going through that interview yesterday with World of Women, and also diving into that big acquisition from last week between Yuga Labs and Larva Labs. We'll also be taking questions from the chat, so make sure to follow along if you're watching us live. Don't go anywhere. This is the Roadmap. All right, what's up, everyone? This is the Roadmap Benzinga's NFT show. Before we get started today, want to give a quick shout out to today's sponsor, FTX US, one of the largest cryptocurrency exchanges in the world in terms of trading volume and daily users. The FTX app is used by over 6 million people to buy crypto and NFTs with no transaction or withdrawal fees. You can use your phone or computer, and the FTX US trading platform offers NFT trading on both the Ethereum and Solana blockchains with no gas fees. You can find out more by clicking on the link in the description below and also in the chat right now. Again, big shout out to our friends at FTX for sponsoring today's episode. Without further ado, let me bring on my co-host, Benzing's own Brian Moore. Brian, what's going on, buddy? Hola. <clears throat> oh, nothing much. Just enjoying the living room view again. You know, another day, I feel like every day has felt like uh, Friday or the weekend um, this mm -hmm. week, uh, but it's not the weekend yet. It's uh, we're, we're still cruising right along. Um, I, I want to kick things off, right? And, and first off, uh, shout out to all our viewers watching live right now. If you're here with us, go ahead and let us know in the chat. You can say, hey, you can say hi, you can say GM, or you can just tell us whatever you want. And also a shout out to anyone who's watching us after this video aired on replay or listening along with our podcast. Um, so again, multiple ways to listen and or view the roadmap here on Benzinga TV. Brian, we had a great interview yesterday, right? A project that we've been talking about for a long time, World of Women, um, one of the top 20 projects out there. And the, the big thing here, right, was that they have another collection launching, World of Women Galaxy. Um, and Brian, you know, since, since – uh, uh, she came on yesterday. I've been seeing more and more on Twitter, these different collections doing the giveaways, right? To get on mm -hmm. that allow list. You know, that was something that she spoke about, right? That they partnered with some of these different collections. Um, and it's up to them how they want to do it, right? They can either do, you know, a, a Twitter giveaway, um, you know, retweet, tag, like. They can do a giveaway in their Discord, um, they can do it to people, you know, who own their NFT. So I, I'm seeing, you know, cool cats. I'm seeing uh, uh, some other ones today, you know, post about World of Women Galaxy. But 
Brian, uh, one question we, we tried to ask yesterday that we, of course, um, didn't get an answer to, but is how many World of Women Galaxy NFTs there's going to be? So there's In 10, Thomas, no. yeah, there's going to be at least 10,000, right? We know that because everyone who owns a World of Women uh, is getting an NFT in the new collection. And then also they're doing this allow list and offering, you know, other people access here. So what do you think? Are we looking at maybe 10,000 World of Women holders and another 10,000 through allow list? Are we looking at, you know, more than 20,000 with the possible public mint? What's maybe your take, your prediction here uh, <clears throat> since we're early out here? Oh, man. Uh, they're keeping it pretty close to the chest, too. So it it could be a surprise. It could be a left field. It could be only maybe like 2,000 of them, you know. It, but I guess every holder gets one, so I guess that's not right. Every holder get one, or only you're able to mint free if you every do. Holder, every holder gets one, plus well, so maybe um, double. I don't know. Yeah, see, I'm kind of thinking... Uh, I'm kind of thinking 20,000. Um, yeah, 10,000 original owners and then another 10,000. Cause what are those, what are those giveaways? They've been saying like 25 spots, I think. Um, so, I mean, if all their partners get, you know, or some have 10, so 10 or 25, I mean, those add up in a while. Right. Mm -hmm. But I, I just wonder, you know, they want new people to, to, to enter into this ecosystem. I feel like they're going to have to do a public mint as well. Um, so that almost makes me think, you know, at least 20,000, maybe more, maybe they really want to provide, you know, more access to this collection. I'm really hoping it's more, um, you know, sometimes there's, uh, you know, a negative connotation, right. About collections that have more than 10,000 because it's increased supply, mm -hmm. but I really feel like this is one that warrants the supply, right? I mean, they've got the interest, they've got people that want in, people can't afford it right now. You know, so I'm looking forward to it and I, I'm really excited to hear that number. There you see kind of the code they have on their site. So we're going to get two additional uh, dates of information, uh, most likely from the project. So uh, I don't know. I, I almost feel like 30,000 is the number I would throw out there. It's a pretty solid number. I mean, that I, I, I think that that's a fair guess. And I think that's probably what's going to happen. You know, 20,000, 10,000. I, I, I think maybe 10,000, 10,000, but like you said, there, there has to be a, they have to maybe give it out or maybe they're only baking on, <clears throat> you know, the secondary market for people to uh, get into the, the jet, the um, galaxy women. So well, it's interesting. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, if you guys missed that interview, um, don't watch it right now. Cause we want you to watch <laughs> us right now, but after the show or later today, right. Go back watch that interview because there was some uh, cool nuggets, you know, brought to us from that project. And again, looking forward to the Galaxy Collection, which is still kind of TBA on, you know, mint date, mint cost and number in the collection. Uh, Brian, I, I want to turn back um, to the top 10 NFTs by sales volume. You know, we took a look yesterday and that was based off of numbers through Sunday, right? Um, which, of course, we had the huge news that Yuga Labs was acquiring the rights to CryptoPunks and Mebit. So both of those projects saw increased sales volume, right? 
so I wanted to look and see over the last 24 hours here on Crypto Slam what some of the top projects are to see if that trend's continuing. And, and Brian, it really looks like it. Um, except Mutant Ape Yacht Club is actually number one, up 144%, followed by Board Apes, second, Mebit still up 146%, and then Krabata, the Avalanche play-to-earn game. I mean, Brian, we, we got to start playing this game because it looks <laughs> like it is just taking off. And then CryptoPunks, fifth, up 77%, and Board Ape Kennel Club at sixth, up 147%. So we did get some news out, Brian, that um, along with that acquisition by Yuga Labs, they are also working on the Ape token and a virtual land element and a new game. So my guess here is that all of that news from them is also making people say, hey, I want to be involved in this ecosystem. If I buy, you know, a mutant ape or a board ape kennel club, I'm still, you know, technically an ape holder, right? And in the project. So I feel like that's why we're seeing the increased volume here. What do you think? You know, mutant apes are cheaper. Board ape kennel clubs are cheaper. You know, are we seeing a lot of people get in that can't afford an ape going after those two smaller projects here? Uh, yeah, that's exactly what I think is happening. Um, and why not? You know that they're going to go up. You know that they're going to follow... Um, board ape and there's so much news that comes out of it that that it, it's it's uh did i just cut off can you guys still you're still here you were you were slow oh. but we got gotcha. you keep going you're good uh, my screen just went like the whole thing black so i didn't know oh but um yeah so like you have both it's one of these this project ecosystem and they're just taking limitless possibilities to see what they can do i mean yeah, if I had the kind of funds to get into any of them, I definitely would, right? I, I mean, I just, I don't have that kind of capital, but free, but yeah, it's a smart move. And we have Board Ape Kennel Club at 8.59 floor. Um, Mutant Apes are up to 20.2 floor. So again, the cheapest way to get in is through the Kennel Club. Um, the other thing I've seen like on their roadmap in the images is it does show like a, a dog paw, right? And there's been some rumors that maybe someday we see the dogs get, you know, their own companion or a mutant version um, or kind of in that gaming element. Um, so the dogs maybe could actually be the best play here because they're cheaper and there could be some, you know, value coming later. Um I mean, Brian, when that ape token releases, do you think that there's going to be any sort of reward mechanism based on how long people have held, you know, a board ape or gotten into this collection? And is there going to be a reward for owning, you know, all three board ape, mutant ape and board ape kennel club? Will those people get rewarded, do you think? Ooh, I, I think that, yeah, I think if you own all three, you'll definitely get something down the line. I, I don't think uh, when you bought it would really matter. I mean, I guess they could take snapshots or something, but they, you'd have to kind of... a lot of work, back. I feel like, yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't be worth it. I mean, and like, what would the what reward would you really get? You know what I mean? It, unless they come up with something really cool. And I th they've already uh, rewarded uh, holders uh, more Great than point. once with... Um, 
uh, with being early investors into the projects, like the serum for first off to do the mutant ape uh, yacht club. And I, I'm pretty sure they all got like honorary apes too. If you were like one of the first ones to have the original mint or you were a part of the original, mint, I think you got some, uh, a, a special kind of ape too. So um, yeah, I, I think they've already done that. They might do that with other projects, but I think, uh, there's a better chance if you hold all three that you'll be able to like maybe turn it into something down the line or or burn them for something else. I don't know why you would, but you could, you know, who, who knows? But I think that's a better bet. Yeah, no, I mean, those are all excellent points. Um, you know, also on the top 10 list, um, Cryptodes seeing a big increase. Um, I was looking at theirs and it looks like they had some news um, maybe some uh, some merch or coffee, it looks like, based on their Twitter. Um, that's a project I don't keep up with too much. But uh, the Sandbox, Brian, seeing a 1,000% increase and in coming in at ninth over the last 24 hours. They did have a partnership, which I'm going to talk about later on. Um, but how about NBA Top Shot and So Rare at 11th and 12th place? Um mm -hmm. You know, two sports-based uh, NFT collections still kind of hanging out there. And then Axie Infinity, 13th. You know, Axie, it just, it can't seem to make up its mind if it's going to stay in the top 10 or, you know, fall out. Um, again, we usually look at this on a, a weekly basis. Um, but wanted to take a look at the 24 hours just to see how that news is translating. Um, and also NFL all day there at 18%, up 48%. Um, Brian, I saw an interesting thing on NFL all day, the new, uh, NFL NFTs. I think they have a thing where if you spend $50 on their marketplace, you get, um, maybe 20 or $25 in site credit. Um, so it, kind of a interesting reward mechanism there to increase their, you know, trading volume, you know, with the NFL being in the off season, that's been, you know, I, I own NFL all day moments, but uh, that's been one of my drawbacks is they really didn't release some of these packs until, you know, the playoffs and Super Bowl week. And now the season's over. I mean, yeah, we're getting news on, you know, Tom Brady, Russell Wilson, but otherwise, like, are people out there shopping for, you know, NFL NFTs right now? Or is it just real quiet? What do you think? Um, I think it's uh, maybe a little bit of a mixture of both. I mean, the market is kind of in the crapper right now. So <clears throat> these might be a little cheaper and everyone knows that they're going to go up and there's been a lot more, uh, I guess, popularity into them. So I, I can see that. I, I, it wouldn't surprise me if this was happening, if the market was booming right now either. But I think that we're seeing this because the market as a whole, crypto stocks, everything is just not doing too hot. And people are going to these kind of like uh, commodities that they know have value. And it's just kind of inherently known that sports memorabilia will always be valuable. Yeah. And a uh, great point, Brian. I mean, you saw on the screen there, Patrick Mahomes, right? Uh, that's something I haven't talked about yet. Patrick Mahomes has a partnership with NFL all day. There's been some rumors, and I'm excited about these rumors because I own a rare Mahomes uh, NFL All Day moment, right? Um, what could that partnership look like? Could people that own the moments, you know, get rewarded because he's a partner? Or is this just, you know, a straight up, 
advertising deal. They're going to use him in commercials. There's going to be no incentives for, for Mahomes moments. What do you think? Uh, I mean, I think we'll see a lot more of Mahomes because of this. I think it's so too. kind of, uh, yeah. I mean, it, it's almost assumed. That's what I'd say. Yeah, and we got we got Jacob in the chat asking about UFC Strike. Um, so UFC Strike is uh, from Dapper Labs. That is the UFC moments. I tried to get a pack of those, Brian, a while back. I didn't get one. I haven't bought any of those. I used to be a big UFC fan years ago, but I haven't really followed the sport as much lately. So to me, it just didn't pique my interest as much versus, you know, NFL and NBA because, you know, I'm actively, you know, following along. Um, Brian, what's what's your thoughts and uh, interest in UFC? I, I mean, I, I haven't really seen much of it in the, like, you know, out in the open or much talk about on Twitter or social media, yeah. but... I think it goes with any other sports. I, <clears throat> I, I don't know if it, I mean, I, it's going to do well. I, I guess I don't really have much to say about it just because I, who knows? I, I think that, you know, it's a popular enough sport that it'll be fine. I, I don't yeah. know. I can't, I'm not an expert on it, so I can't really speak on if it's going to blow up or be close to NBA top shot or not, you know? Yeah. And uh, speaking of sports NFTs, um, Brian, we talked a while back that FTX was launching the um, Steph Curry NFTs, where they did one for every three-point shot um, that he made when he broke the record. So it was Steph Curry's birthday yesterday. And one of the things that FTX did then is anyone who held certain uh, Curry NFTs got an, uh, an airdrop, I believe, an extra NFT um, kind of a way to reward people. And that was one of the things they said when they launched those was that they were going to have added perks, right? Maybe someday you get to meet Steph Curry. Um, maybe you get his sneakers, different things. So, um, you know, again, providing that utility. And that's kind of where I get excited about, you know, maybe Mahomes being attached to NFL all day. Uh, here you have it. Yeah, it was a B-Day to remember. Um so again, I mean, Brian, these sports NFTs, I just still think it's a great way for people to kind of get that entry point into the space. Um, usually they're a little bit cheaper, um, but they can come with these perks as well. So uh, Steph Curry's birthday yesterday celebrated by FTX and those three-point NFTs. Um, Brian, moving along to the next topic here, uh, another one we've talked about for a long time, Coinbase. Right, we have the elephant in the room of Coinbase launching an NFT marketplace. They put out a tweet the other day: um, "When Coinbase NFT?" Question mark. Soon, we recently met with 100 plus creators, and we're continuing to build the product based on community feedback. We appreciate your patience and can't wait to show you what we're cooking up. Brian, is this the right strategy here? I mean, Coinbase really trying to make sure they've got everything perfect before launching like that sounds great on paper right but are they missing out here by just delaying and delaying um with the current market uh right now i don't think so but i think that is just pure luck and i think that if the market wasn't in this situation uh they <clears throat> definitely would be but also i mean it's coinbase they're they i'm i hope they know what they're doing and i would just assume and i almost can 
say confidently that they do know what they're doing. I don't think they're missing anything. I think they know that they have almost a billion users. You know, I mean, they have millions and millions of users and they have the, the potential to just overpower any other um, NFT marketplace there is. So I, I, it doesn't matter if they do it now or a year from now, they have the, uh, the, the people that will buy these things. So, I mean, buy from their platform. I think they'll be fine. Yeah. And I mean, I, I think, you know, that, that key point there, right. We met with a hundred plus creators. Um, you know, we've heard from some of them on our show, right, Brian, the ones that have partnered, um, with Coinbase. And could that mean, you know, a, a whole nother collection? Could that mean that they do some giveaways? Could that mean that those projects, you know, make encourage their holders to, you know, list on Coinbase versus other platforms? We'll mm-hmm. find out, right? Because right now it just kind of means that they're, you know, partnered. Um, but I, I do worry a little that, you know, Coinbase, it, they said that this was going to come out in the, the fourth quarter. We're almost done with the first quarter now. Um, I feel like the longer they wait, I mean, this could just, uh, you know, put more and more pressure on their launch to be perfect. I mean, that's the other yeah, that's thing, cool. right? Is some of these other ones, like, like take Looks Rare, right? That did the stealth launch. They had some problems, some hiccups right away, right? But they also mm-hmm. didn't say, you know, for six months that they were working on it, right? So they were able to work out the kinks and kind of get, you know, the forgiveness from people along the way. When Coinbase launches, I don't know if they're going to have you know, that kind of uh, potential of people forgiving them if the the platform is kind of a, you know, a, a wash here. Uh, Brian, I saw a fun question um, on Twitter. I can't remember who shared it. So I wish I could to give them credit. But um, we saw Twitter do the NFT uh, profile picture uh, mm-hmm. verification, right? Uh, Mark Zuckerberg said yesterday at South by Southwest that Instagram is working on NFT verification. Um, yeah. It sounds like Instagram getting more involved with NFTs. So the question someone had is, is Instagram going to beat Coinbase to you know launching an NFT marketplace? Um, and, and I thought that was rather funny. Um, again, uh, Instagram's probably gonna be more for you know showing off your NFTs versus you know buying and selling. But uh, an interesting take there on, you know, uh, who else could come to market before Coinbase? Coinbase would be shamed if they did. I mean, come (laughs) on, guys. Yeah, Facebook and Instagram end up with marketplaces before that. (laughs) I mean, I I guess at this point, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, But but we'll see. And again, I mean, it's 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 not a ton of shame or shade, you know, on Coinbase. I'm excited about it, too. I want to see, you know, some different competition. I like having, you know uh open ftx looks rare rareable super rare all these different platforms right they all have different you know benefits and a, a good way um you know for people to get involved at different price points um and also to diversify you know versus uh some different um uh cryptocurrencies too that's one of the reasons why i love ftx right we've mm-hmm. got solana um whereas you know open doesn't have that um, and, and then we've got, you know, uh, um, when Coinbase comes, right, there's talk that maybe they have more coins integrated because they already have them built into, you know, wallets. So I, I guess we'll see. Um, but that is a, a fun topic of debate, um, you know, in the NFT land. Again, Coinbase has been, you know, heavily, heavily delayed. Um, and we will see how that goes. 
Um, I wanted to take a look at a project we talked about last week, Boss Beauty's um, Role Models Collection. So, Brian, if you remember, this was the ones that they did um, of women throughout history who have, you know, inspired. And they didn't sell all of them via auction. They now have some listed um, for five ETH each. And again, these are one of ones. But I wanted to highlight, since we kind of did a debate here, um, of what the highest selling ones would be. So if we can flip to highest sale here, we have leading the way Barbie selling for six ETH. And then we have Joan <laughs> of Arc and Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Uh, what do you think, Brian, that these were the top sales in the project? Uh, uh, yeah, I mean... I don't I, I don't. I really don't know what to say. I mean, yeah, it, it doesn't surprise me, I guess. I don't really know how to what words I can. But I'm I don't know. I got nothing on this one. Princess Diana went for three ETH and was like the uh, three, six, nine, uh, 12th highest sale. I was a little surprised that that one didn't go um, higher up. Um but again, I mean, it How has much did been you say some years. Did, uh, RBG go for? I think it was, was it four or five ETH? Um, again, these didn't go for as much as I kind of thought that they would. 3.5. Yeah, well, like. I thought that we were, we were kind of on the money on these. I thought we were saying that they'd at least go for over two. Yeah. So, um, and, and the Barbie one, you know, really was the one that got up there. But otherwise, um, so again, if you like this project, if you like one of ones, um, they do have some of them listed then for sale for five ETH. Um, so you don't even have to worry now about, you know, the auction process. So uh, again, uh, Boss Beauties is one of the, the top female-led projects out there. And, you know, I, I think this is a, a cool project and maybe we'll see some more interest build in this. Um, maybe just due to market conditions that just kind of got lost in translation yeah. here. Mm -hmm. uh brian big big news yesterday um that we didn't have a chance to cover on the show but we have time now um metamask right which if you've yeah. ever bought nfts chances are that you know what metamask is and you have one right or if you crypto in general if you don't metamask is you know a leading crypto wallet it's uh commonly used for nft minting process and also buying you know through secondary so they are owned by a company called Consensus mm -hmm. that was co or was founded by um, Joseph Lubin, who is a co-founder of Ethereum. So Consensus raised $450 million um, and was valued at $7 billion in a recent funding round. And included in the new investors in the company, Microsoft. I'm sure some of you have heard of a company called Microsoft, right? Uh, Coinbase, who we just talked about, is a previous investor in the company. And also JP Morgan uh, owns a big stake in Consensus. But here were some of the cool nuggets from this funding round, Brian. MetaMask said they have over 30 million monthly active users. That's up 42% from four months ago. Um, so 30 million people have a MetaMask wallet. That's that's a pretty big number considering yeah, that's not small considering, you know, OpenSea users, uh, you know, we're over a million Coinbase has like 3 million people signed up. Um, 
so this is uh you know it, it's a it's a good size number also along with the funding round here's where it really gets interesting for you know people like me and you brian and a lot of our listeners and viewers who have metamask accounts they are setting up a dow in the future um they said it won't govern metamask but it will enable the creation of novel new pieces of MetaMask to be funded. And also, Mr. Lubin confirmed that MetaMask is planning to launch a token, which mm-hmm. is something that has been rumored for a while. And we've seen a lot of these projects, you know, reward their early backers and do a token airdrop. Yeah, um, of ENS. And I, I'm, I'm hoping that it's going to be like ENS because, you know, yeah. that was really nice. And I think that's a amazing way to like reward some of the early adopters of crypto because metamask is the forefront of wallets like everyone has a metamask that's how you use decentralized anything so i i love it yep keep going yeah. sorry brian no no uh let's have you keep going here so you mentioned ens um we also saw you know looks rare do a, a token and a lot of these other projects so you know pull back the curtain here brian you're in charge of metamask right and you're going to do a token. What's your, what's your plan here? Are you going to, you know, airdrop a token? Are you going to do it based on how much, you know, dollar volume people have transacted on NFTs? Are you just going to give everyone the same amount? How would you do a token here for MetaMask if you were in charge? So one thing with MetaMask is it's not just like <clears throat> NFT. To, well, okay, for me, NFTs came secondary and maybe NFTs probably came about almost nine months to a year after I started using MetaMask. Maybe not that long. I guess I, I don't know if it's been around that long, but at least six months. Like it was a while. It was a, I started with the on pancake swap and learned how to, you know, set up the different networks. And I transacted a whole lot. And a lot of people did it. If you've ever done anything DeFi with crypto, you know that you have to have a MetaMask or some other wallet. The the other one was a uh, safe wallet and um, that, I don't remember the other, Trust Wallet. That's what it was. Trust Wallet or MetaMask. And for the Binance Smart Chain and you would use it. And then you got to NFTs and stuff like that. I think what you said earlier, I think you kind of nailed it. If you had uh, maybe the volume that you transacted through all your transactions through uh, the past or up to a certain uh, block point, um, maybe that's how you get rewarded. Or I don't know, because I personally also have like 20 or 30 wallets in my MetaMask too, because I do a lot of... uh, blockchain and crypto development so i'm always making new ones to test things on different networks and stuff like that so that might be hard to do too uh i don't really know how i would do it i I definitely do an airdrop and maybe whatever wallet you use the most is what you would use and that's hard to say because i didn't even take into account the amount of wallets i have inside my metamask yeah, I mean, there, there's so much logistically here, Brian, and, you know, there, there's not really a, a right or a wrong answer. And again, you're not in charge of MetaMask, so ultimately mm, what wish. you say, you know, isn't going to be what happens necessarily. They're also open but, source, too, so, you yeah. know, it's, they're not a, they don't really make a, well, they do, actually, they make a killing. I forgot that they, they do charge a whole lot uh, if you, but only when you're on-ramping to MetaMask. So it's a, hmm weird 
Yeah, and they've actually increased their um like institutional usage too, right? Uh, mm-hmm. They were you know heavily favored by retail for a while, but uh, them along with Coinbase and others, you know, are helping companies you know buy crypto. So interesting that you know some of these companies could get rewarded too. Um, you brought up a great point, right? That like when Looks Rare and some of these other marketplaces launched, they did tokens based on you know your uh transaction volume right of nfts but since metamask is not just nfts and it's crypto too you know do you reward people on both sides do you do it you know i i almost feel like they're gonna have to just do like an an equal amount right for Mm. everyone because i feel like it's gonna be too hard otherwise and you know um but also you want to reward your users so it's kind of that that 50 50 of you know you're going to probably upset some people no matter what, but what's the key takeaway? People shouldn't be upset, right? Cause it's probably going to be close to free money. I mean, you know, not financial advice cause maybe yeah. this will be a claim, you know, but, and that's the other question, Brian is, you know, is the easiest thing and the best case for them here to do just an airdrop versus a, you know, where you have to claim and pay gas to, you know, get the token. Oh, I mean, most of them do that. So, yeah, I would assume so. Yeah, we're seeing some of the like newer ones um, do where you have to claim. And, and those new ones, I mean, again, I would throw caution out there. Um, you know, they're coming from, you know, startups and projects. There's a lot of scams, too. They are watch that URL. There, there's scams where, you know, they can hack into your wallet. Also, some of them, Brian, that have launched, you know, you've been able to claim and then you can't sell it, right? It yeah. gets locked. Mm. The supply gets locked. The project gets locked. People cash out and you're just, I mean, you're you're just left holding, right? And, yep. you know, yep. it's not that you necessarily lost a ton of money, but you essentially, you know, wasted your time and your, your gas fees possibly for, you know, nothing. So mm. um, but on the flip side of that, I mean, we're talking about MetaMask. We're talking about consensus. These are big companies you can see it on the screen there, valued at $7 billion. I don't anticipate this, you know, being a, a rug by any means. This is going to be a legit token. And I'm pretty excited because I have used MetaMask and hopefully I'll get rewarded along the way. And again, I'll be happy no matter what. Um, hopefully I can stick to that, Brian, and not release any mean tweets later on. But <laughs> whether I get, you know, rewarded based on how much I've traded or just get a flat amount, I- I'm just going to make the best of it. Brian, yeah. on the flip on the flip side of this, right, uh, all these people doing tokens are some of the ones that aren't like, you know, I, I don't know, maybe OpenSea. Are-, are they getting left behind? And is there going to be an increased call now? for OpenSea to do a token because of like MetaMask doing a token? That's a, that's a good question. I, uh, I think that OpenSea would benefit greatly if they had a token for sure. I mean, it'd be a no brainer. And I think there was, I can't find it. We might have to like look into it and come back the, uh, next week or tomorrow or next week with it but i think there's a reason they don't have a token i think it was said at one point um why they don't have one but it would make sense because looks rare like all these other places do so um i don't know you know i i think they will i think this might kick them in the butt to do it i mean why yeah. not 
Yeah, and I mean, he's holding their tax li- uh, yeah. liability and stuff like that. So, Brian, I mean, I I like to think a little ruthless here, and I feel like if I'm if I'm open, see, maybe this is just super mean of me and not you know uh, a good moral uh, thing, but if I'm open, see, and let's say they can do a token um, when the Coinbase marketplace launches, that's when I put the token out. Yeah aggressive it makes sense just go for it try to keep your users try to keep people off of that new platform but again Mm -hmm. i mean i'm not open c and that is a little ruthless and i wish all these platforms success so maybe i don't actually hope that that happens but uh we'll see let's just Um, hope that the coinbase uh fees aren't gonna be right anything crazy um, they just I just saw like on my app though, Coinbase just came out with something called Coinbase Prime. And uh, if you pay thirty dollars a month, you don't have to pay any uh, fees on trading inside Coinbase. Oh. Not pro, but just regular Coinbase. And Coinbase does take quite a bit of fees. So if you do a lot of swapping and uh, transitioning and stuff or yeah, swapping for different tokens, it would pay for itself uh, after a while, but you get like 24 seven support and a few other things like a million dollars worth of insurance. But right now that's about it for me. It's not really worth $30 a month just to get 24 seven hour support. Just I don't need it, but hopefully it might, they might do something else with that. And then that kind of then ties into the NFT marketplace and we'll see how all, their whole ecosystem kind of meshes together there, but they're, they're trying different things and new things. So we'll, who knows? It could be, it could knock open sea out of this world. It could also just be a flop compared. Yeah, definitely. Um, I wanted to give everyone just a, a heads up, a project we've talked about a lot. And again, uh, I do own one still. Wonder Pals um, will have a event tonight. So this is being called their first Wonder Rally. Um, this will be at 6 p.m. Pacific time. That's 9 p.m. Eastern time. And they said, we will be sharing several updates on what we're working on behind the scenes and future plans. I mean, Brian, that sounds kind of like talk of like roadmap here, right? And, and oh, maybe yeah. uh, what's going to happen. Um, so I'm excited to, uh, you know, check that out and see um, you know, this is a project that was real hot out of the gate, and then it has, mm-hmm. you know, lost some of its uh, luster here, and trading volume, you know, is down. Oh, but we still have a floor attitude. price. Of, <laughs> we still have a floor price of zero point five five. Um, but you know, I, I'm excited to hear more on their future plans tonight. So, to anyone who owns a Wonder Pal or you know follows this project, uh, keep that in mind tonight. And also, if you follow along with the sales volume, sometimes you can tell how well these news items are received, right? If they say, you know, hey, we're going to do an airdrop or companions or something like that, and all of a sudden you see volume take off, I mean, it means people are liking what they're hearing. Um, Brian, I mentioned at the top when we were looking at the top sales projects of the last 24 hours the sandbox saw an increase in volume. Now, I don't want to say that this is the reason why, um, but I did want to share the news because, you know, whether we like it or not, it is a, a huge name. Paris Hilton <laughs> partnered with the sandbox 
Um, she announced it at South by Southwest yesterday when she was doing a DJ set. Um, so her 1111 Media partnered with the Sandbox, and it said that her avatar and her love of all things fashion, music, and animals are entering the Sandbox to bring her community and unique vision to the virtual world. And Hilton said, I can't wait for people to see what amazing experience the Sandbox and I bring together to the metaverse. The company's CEO and co-founder said that there will be gamified experiences built on Paris's land in the Sandbox. Uh, be ready to visit her new palace in the metaverse. For anyone who doesn't know, Paris Hilton is a big NFT owner. She owns over 1,500. She also owns a Board Ape Yacht Club that she showed off on The Tonight Show. She also partnered with Roblox previously to build an island there that had a replica of her Beverly Hills home. So, Brian, what do you think? You know, first she was in Roblox and had an island and a virtual home there. And now she's going to the sandbox to have, you know, a virtual home there. Is that good diversification on her part? Or is this, you know, kind of showing that maybe, um, you know, she's shifting over to the sandbox instead of Roblox? Um, you what? I, I mean, I think it's a smart move no matter what she does. I mean, get as many, get your hands as many pots as you can. Uh, why not? You know, uh, I think the sandbox is going to be one of the, the bigger uh, metaverses out there. It's one of the most well-known. And uh, I think that uh, I think this was probably a pretty smart move on her part. Yeah. And I mean, I, I think this is just the beginning, right? Because like we saw Snoop Dogg announce a partnership with the sandbox like uh -huh. early last year. And then that partnership led to, you know, uh, him having land in the sandbox, um, them selling land, you know, near him, him releasing now these, the doggies uh, avatar based NFTs. So do you think we get some Paris Hilton uh, NFTs soon then for use oh, yeah. in the sandbox, similar to 100%. the doggies? Yeah. Mm -hmm. that's, I mean, I feel like that's the easy move here, right. Is to do an NFT collection. Um, I mean, We've talked about it a lot, Brian. The Sandbox and Decentraland, still kind of the two biggest. We do have NFT Worlds and some others, you know, kind of cruising along. But then you hear news like this, right? The Paris Hilton, Snoop Dogg, like over 200 celebrities and companies have partnered with the Sandbox. I mean, oh, yeah. is there, is there room for competition for the Sandbox? Or are they just really, really, you know, taking the lead here and kind of leaving others behind? Uh, I, yeah, I think they're blasting off. <clears throat> I think they're way ahead of anyone else in the space. Uh, I mean, Decentraland's not too far away from them, but Sandbox has the celebrity endorsements like no other. I mean, I don't think there's another crypto project that's not like a exchange or something like that with as many people behind it as Sandbox has. Definitely yeah. not in the metaverse uh, area, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Brian, I actually saw yesterday, um, I didn't look at it in detail, but um, Rally Road, the fractional investing uh, company that we talk about sometimes, right, where I own some NFTs on, mm -hmm. I believe they have a sandbox. It's either sandbox or Decentraland. Now I can't remember. I think it's sandbox. A sandbox plot of land coming to the platform that you can buy shares in. Um, that piqued my interest a lot because... Uh, I think virtual land is still uh, going to go up in value. Um, 
And, you know, again, as more companies, more celebrities, you know, kind of buy into this, I just, I really feel like, uh, you know, there's more growth ahead. I'm still excited about NFT worlds. Um, they, they do have some good partners. They have some NFT projects utilizing them. One is Crypto Dads, which I own. Um, mm. And we're going to be able to, you know, maybe earn that world token from playing, you know, games um, with oh. our Crypto Dads. So that sounds pretty fun. Um, but I mean, yeah, you can see the, the sandbox land here. Um, again, really cool, but also uh, very, very pricey. Um, anyone who got into oh, yeah, those things the, are super pricey. Yeah, anyone who got into sandbox, uh, you know, token or land last year uh, has done quite well for themselves. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Well, I think that was all I had on the news and headlines, believe it or not. Yeah. And, and we blew through those. So we've got some time to finish up here. So first, a call out to the chat and any live viewers right now, if you have any questions or any projects that you want us to take a look at, now's the time to drop them in and maybe Brian and I can uh, spend some time taking a look or, you know, answering questions that we have. Um, another one that we'll probably talk about tomorrow, Brian, is a photo finish racing game, mm -hmm. the horse racing on Solana. Um, they said yesterday that they were going to have a teaser trailer coming soon. Um, so I've been watching the Twitter today to see, because again, it probably doesn't mean anything, but it's going to be a really cool video just showing off that technology that they're building, which I'm excited yeah. about. Um, and that's another project that, you know, I, I can't wait to, you know, pull the trigger and get into, um, you know, before that horse race game actually uh, kicks off and, Right now, you've got all the breeding elements and different aspects. Um, anything else you want to talk about, Brian, before we get to uh, any questions here? Take a look at some projects. No, I think we've pretty much covered most everything that's going on right now. I mean, there's there's with the market down so bad, there's not really that much happening, but there's a lot. Like the one thing that's happening, too, is uh, <clears throat> the Ethereum uh, roof of stake. ETH 2.0, we had someone ask about it the other day. And uh, ETH, uh, which is, it's still just Ethereum, but the proof of stake protocol that Ethereum will soon migrate to is now live on their uh, testnet, the Killian testnet. It is officially live. It launched uh, yesterday and it is up and running. And I mean, it's it, that's big news for Ethereum as a whole, because soon we're going to see most all testnets go to the um, go to uh, proof of stake. And then eventually the mainnet will uh, finally merge over. And that's big, huge news. And if you're kind of a nerd when it comes to Ethereum or crypto or blockchain in general, take a look at the Ethereum blog and read about it. And yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. It's really interesting and awesome that it's finally happened. There's been talks about it. You could stake your Ethereum uh, for ETH 2.0 forever on Coinbase, but no one knows what was going to happen. Now things are moving. Now it's finally happening. So Look forward to it, and I think by 2024 is when it's supposed to uh, everything's supposed to be officially merged and fully proof of stake. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, exciting times ahead. Um, I also have noticed we've seen the gas on Ethereum come down a little bit um, over the past week, which part of that yeah. is, of course, contributed to you know just lower lower volume and transactions, right? I mean, mm -hmm. that, that comes with that. 
but uh, so anyone who's, you know, been waiting to get into projects or, you know, um, maybe some cheaper based NFTs, you know, with lower gas prices, you know, now could be the time because, you know, we, we never know, you know, when gas is going to, you know, pick up again and when volume is going to increase. Um, you know, we, we are seeing a little bit of a lull right now, but we're also seeing kind of a lull in new projects coming out too. Um, that was one of the issues we had, you know, late last year and early this year was, you know, there were 10 projects minting a day, right, Brian? Yeah. So, you know, people couldn't keep up with it. And we were seeing projects, you know, mint out and then, you know, their price would just drop, right? Because people got in, got out, right? And now we're really seeing, you know, the the longer lasting projects, the, you know, blue chips, your big collections, your your projects that celebrities and investors own really, you know, uh, kick into high gear and provide that long-term value. Um, Brian, there was a link that you shared yesterday um, about a play-to-earn game. Um, should we take a look at that while we've got some time now? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I wasn't really able to dive into it, so we can just kind of do it for me a either. Times. We'll just do it live on the show here. So uh, this article. So Wildlife's hit mobile game, Castle Crush, to add Avalanche NFTs. So, Brian, there we hear Avalanche again, right? Which mm-hmm. is used by Krabata, which has been a top 10 project by sales volume over the past couple of weeks. So we're, we're seeing, you know, a, another crypto really gain some interest here um, with uh avalanche but uh this is an existing game already on ios and android um and they're gonna add nfts i think it said in june to the game um brian what do you think of this strategy right we we hear a lot of new nft projects have like a create a game on their roadmap this is an existing game already out already has millions of downloads launching nfts like could this be a good play for people new to the nft space to get into a existing game like this versus you know a new collection yeah i think so i I think that's what made it so interesting to me um it it does give you the opportunity to kind of jump in not have to worry about it Uh, where you have to do in axie infinity where you got to pretty much have a bunch of money in order to really get started or get going in it this kind of gives you opportunity to have to um you know jump in and start playing just like that other card game that we uh we've been talking about a lot forgot the name of it which that one uh that in that article there i believe um uh sky skyweaver right skyweaver skyweaver Uh skyweaver and then gods unchained also mentioned in that article that's another one brian i haven't dove into gods unchained that i hear about a lot um, a play to earn card game. Um, I just think that this is exciting because they already have a game. I mean, I can go download this game. I can start playing it now and kind of get used to it before they launch those NFTs, right? And maybe that could give me a leg up later on, right? When they, you know, release the NFTs and you can earn them. Um, I mean, also Wildlife, the the gaming studio here was valued at $3 billion um, two years ago. So, I mean, this isn't a small company by any means. Um, and with that being said, I mean, Brian, do, do we see some of these bigger gaming companies, instead of growing out their own NFT division, do they start buying out some of these like card mobile games that they know can transition to NFTs fairly easy? 
Uh, I think that that's a really smart idea for them to do. Yeah. I mean, you can pretty much <laughs> any of these card games and card games are huge. Like, like I think I've said before, one of the games I, I play, I don't play as regular as I used to, but I still play it a lot is a uh, hearthstone and it's kind of like magic, but it, you know, I, I'm sure people know about it or if you don't just look it up very popular, but um, you know, you could easily NFT that kind of game. I mean, any of these card games, any of these, uh, any RPG game, any MMO game. I mean, there's so many things you can do. Uh, but yes, I think that we're going to see a lot more of these. And I think that most game studios will have like maybe five years from now or so. I think every single game out that will be like launched or anything will have some sort of NFT or blockchain aspect because why not? You cut down overhead, you cut down costs and you can come, you can always upgrade like, yeah, there's a lot of stuff we're about to see in the future that's going to be really cool. Yeah, I mean, I don't know a lot about this game, but I, I'm going to start digging in. And, and again, I mean, if I can download it now, I can play it and I can see if I like it, right? And I've got a couple months before the NFTs go live. Um, I've really been impressed with Skyweaver. Uh, I've been playing that for a little while now. Um, you, you earn your way up to different levels in order to get the, the silver cards that you can then, you know, uh, buy and sell on the marketplace. Um, I really feel like, you know, the, the gaming companies that aren't doing, um, you know, the play to earn style or NFTs, they're not going to be necessarily like left behind for good yet, but I just really feel like it's a missed opportunity. And that's what makes me think that, you know, your big gaming companies, you know, maybe your your Activision, your EA, uh, your Take-Two, you know, maybe they start making some small acquisitions of, you know, companies that have already built out NFT infrastructure. They've at least explored it, right? Um, and we saw that a little bit with Zynga. Zynga already said they were going to do NFTs. They got bought out um, by Take-Two. Um, you know, you mentioned uh, Hearthstone. That's uh, Activision Blizzard, um, you know, and I feel like they could do NFTs someday. Um, you know, just so many opportunities in the gaming space. And it's it's really, really exciting times ahead, I think. Agreed. All right. Well, it doesn't look like we had any questions in the chat, Brian. Uh, it looks like we're quiet today. I know that we are having a speech right now from uh, Jerome Powell. So anyone who follows, you know, stocks and crypto, uh, maybe watching that instead um, and, you know, maybe not tuned in now. So maybe people are, um, you know, watching or listening afterwards. Yeah. And shout out to Adam uh, in the chat saying love Skyweaver, but can't manage to get any gold cards. Same. I'm stuck on silver right now. And, you know, for comparison stake, those are usually only worth a couple dollars um, if you go to sell them the gold ones. And as you work your way up the leaderboard, that's really where the money can be made. Um, so maybe I just got to play that game more, uh, Brian, and uh, earn these gold cards. Yeah, agreed. And one thing I, I noticed, and someone actually pointed out in the chat, uh, when Powell started speaking, um, Bitcoin did dip quite a bit, had a nice little red candle on the, on the five-minute uh, time frame. But we saw there was a little bounce back, but I haven't checked it yet. Um, but there was a little bit of a dip. So I don't know what he said, of course, because we were doing this. Uh, yeah, go ahead and pull it up, Alyssa. Pop it on that screen. 
Yeah, I was going to say Bitcoin, we were up big earlier like, today. This oh, look at that. Look at that big happened. dip. Yeah. yeah. I mean, anytime that guy talks, I just feel mm -hmm. like crypto but reacts dude. right away, even if he's not talking about crypto. Because again, if he's talking about, you know, inflation or rates, um, you know, that can also impact the price of some of these cryptos. So I haven't read all the headlines yet. If you have Benzinga Pro, you're able to read all these headlines fairly quick, right, Brian, right. of what's happening. And if you don't know what Benzinga Pro is, right, because you, you know, don't follow the stock market or you've only tuned into our show and not our other stock shows, we do have a new show at 3 p.m. Eastern time that's coming up next where they will get into Benzinga Pro and how you can use some of those headlines, including the ones about Jay Powell's speech today, mm -hmm. to maybe make some money buying and selling stocks. Brian, what else can you tell us about Benzinga Pro? Can people out there get uh, you yeah. know, maybe a free trial or a discount right now? Of course. Go to, I'll put it in the chat too, go to pro.benzinga.com. And uh, you can start a free trial if uh, you haven't uh, started. It's free two week trial, no card, nothing. Just go ahead and start it. You'll get the you'll get a trial to the essential plan, which gives you everything with the squawk, the movers, the signals, everything included. It's kind of overwhelming. But we have a ton of educational material and the show at three o'clock with Jonathan and a few other guys. They'll help you through it. They'll show you how to use it and show you how to make money doing it. And it's a no-brainer, at least for two weeks. Try yeah. it out because for two weeks, I mean, you could pay for a year's worth of Benzinga Pro in two to, in a day, if not five minutes, watching this show and going in the chat, the pro chat we have, everything like that. I mean, it's, it's a no-brainer. You might as well. You can easily make that money, pay for pro. Get another year, buy more crypto, buy an NFT, make enough money to buy a damn boarded yacht club in six months. You can do it. Make it happen. Definitely. Well, as Brian said, make it happen. Sign up for that trial. Brian, before we leave and that new show kicks off, I just wanted to share the results. Uh, Alyssa put a poll in the chat for those watching live uh, to that question that I said I saw on Twitter. Will Facebook or Instagram end up with an NFT marketplace before Coinbase? 80% of people said yes, Brian. That is more than I thought would say yes to that question. Damn. I did vote yes in the poll as well. So I mean, guilty. But uh, that's that's a lot of people that think Coinbase is still slacking and uh, others can take the lead here. So wanted to share those oh, results. Yeah. But on that note, that's a wrap. We'll be back tomorrow, 2 p.m. Eastern time, but stay tuned for that Benzinga Pro show coming up next. Take care, everyone.